This is WLRN News. I'm Danny Rivero. I'm Joshua Ceballos. And this is Unguarded, a special investigative report from WLRN News. Very, very impressed with this program. It is a model for our country. At a county commission meeting in July of last year, Miami-Dade Mayor Daniela Levine-Cava gave a brief speech marking the 40th anniversary of the guardianship program of Dade County. And uh, they are doing God's work. It's a nonprofit that helps take care of incapacitated people, mostly elderly people who don't have anyone else. These uh, men and women who make sure that people uh, are not exploited. This organization does really important work, helping some of society's most vulnerable people. The program's executive director, Carlos McDonald, gave a few comments to mark the celebration. Uh, Most people haven't heard of us, except maybe law enforcement or uh, fire department. Every now and then you have to assist one of our individuals. Um, But uh, we uh, thank you for your support and um, uh, the support financially from the county. And we haven't even asked for any more money. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) So thank you very much. The nonprofit is funded by the county as well as the state government. It serves about 1,500 people a year, about half of the public guardianship cases in Florida. Most of these people don't have much money, but some do have property. Over the last few months, we've been looking into specifically what the guardianship program does with homes owned by people under its care. And what we found is that these homes, again and again, are being sold to the same company, a company called Express Homes. We found at least 14 examples over the last dozen years. It's not that every property sold by the guardianship program is sold to Express Homes. And the details are not exactly the same for every case we looked at. But almost all of them involve Express Homes buying a property from a person who is declared incapacitated by the courts and reselling that home for profit. In five cases, we found Express Homes resold a home for profit in less than six months. Attorneys and advocates we've talked to say our findings raise issues about the lack of oversight and lack of transparency of the guardianship program. Linda Allen is a retired Pinellas County judge who's handled hundreds, if not thousands, of guardianship cases. It certainly doesn't have a good look to it, does it? (laughs) At all. Here's a few examples we found by looking through property sales records. Express Homes bought a home one day in 2012 and sold it the next day for $12,000 more. Another in 2013 was bought and resold for a $50,000 profit the same day. And just last year, Express Homes resold a house for $265,000 more than the company paid for it four months earlier. And according to court filings, these homes are being sold without going through a documented bidding process. It suggests to me that the purchase price from the guardianship was likely problematic and not based upon the actual fair market value of the property if somebody is able to immediately sell it to someone else for substantially more. That doesn't seem right. Money from the sales is supposed to go towards the care and well-being of the incapacitated person. And getting the most money possible is a legal responsibility of the guardianship program. Even if you knew somebody who wanted to buy it, it, it still needs to be offered in order to preserve your fiduciary relationship to the ward. <laughs> It needs to be sold at the highest possible price. And just one person coming in and saying, I'll pay that, (laughs) it just doesn't fly for me. Here's a quick rundown of some of the people involved. 
Some of them are public officials. The owner of Express Homes, Carlos Morales, is married to the top city of Miami attorney, Victoria Mendez. And a new lawsuit is alleging that this couple is using political connections to take advantage of desperate homeowners. City of Miami Mayor Francis Suarez was involved in some of these sales from the guardianship program to Express Homes as a real estate attorney, back when he was a city commissioner 10 years ago. And the former president of the guardianship program of Dade County, Sergio Mendez, has been involved in his personal capacity as an attorney in transactions with Express Homes on five different properties. By default, a lot of the people who end up in the guardianship program don't have friends or family who can advocate on their behalf. For a lot of people we looked up, their entire families have been dead for a long time, or their only remaining relatives live several states away. Like Gloria Walker. She lived with another elderly family member on a quiet suburban street near Hialeah Park and Casino. The guardianship program sold her house to the Express Homes Company for $70,000 back in 2012. The house is full of books, furniture, and they couldn't move themselves. They were living in the living room instead of the bedrooms. There was crowded stuff, old stuff. Maria Casteno Molina lives a few doors down, and she knew Walker. We spoke on her front porch just outside her door. She said the walkers didn't work, hardly left the house, and needed help from their neighbors to get by day to day. They eat in the living room, sleep in the sofa. There was in bad conditions. That's why we called the... First we called the police, and then they called uh, children and family, and they decided, oh, we have to take her for a better life. At least they have... According to property records, the day after the guardianship program sold Gloria Walker's home to Express Homes, the company transferred the title to a business partner, free of charge, for reasons that are unclear. And less than six months later, the home was resold for more than double the original price. Gloria Walker died in 2020. The guardianship program of Dade County is entrusted by the state of Florida to act in the financial best interest of people who are under the program's care. So we asked the nonprofit's executive director whether these profitable resales suggest the group isn't getting the most it can for these vulnerable people. Carlos McDonald insisted that's not true. He wouldn't agree to a recorded interview, but he told me on the phone that most homes sold by the guardianship program are, quote, not exactly move-in ready. They need significant work. So he argued it makes sense for someone to fix up a home and sell it for a higher price. I asked him about the homes that were resold for significant profit right away. And McDonald said he doesn't know how to explain that. He told me the program does solicit offers for the homes, but that I couldn't know that because this information doesn't have to be included in court filings. So I asked him for the documents, and he said he'd look into it. Let's talk about documents for a second. This story was built on documents. We went to the county courthouse in downtown Miami to pull case files, poured over hundreds of case dockets, property records, tax filings, annual business reports, emails. But... McDonald has a point. A lot of the information about guardianship cases in Florida is hidden from the public. There is such a limited amount of information available, not just to the public, but to everyone involved in this process. That's Karen Marillo. She's the state director of advocacy at AARP Florida, a group that advocates on behalf of people who are 50 and older. If you were to ask me, for example, how many guardianships there are in Florida, I couldn't tell you that because we have not been collecting that information at the state level, and there's really not a way for us to identify that. Until now, 
The Florida legislature passed a law last year establishing the first ever statewide database of guardianships. It's supposed to launch by January of 2024. The documents available to the public now are limited, but we were still able to find out a lot about the guardianship program of Dade County and its relationship with the company Express Homes. Sergio Mendez is the former president and a current board member of the nonprofit guardianship program. And we found in our reporting that he has been involved in sales to Express Homes in his personal capacity as an attorney. For example, in one case we found, Mendez played four different roles in a string of transactions on the same property. He was president of the nonprofit that sold the home. As an attorney, he prepared documents for the sale to Express Homes. He then acted as escrow agent, and he prepared documents for Express Homes again when the company resold the property for profit, potentially making money for himself with each transaction. It doesn't really pass the smell test, I guess, is the way we used to say it. Barbara Peterson is the executive director of the Florida Center for Government Accountability. You know, you have to sort of put yourself above public reproach. And, and even if there are questions, even if there's a sniff of impropriety, that can look very bad. And, and particularly when your organization is designed to help vulnerable people. Sergio Mendez did not respond to numerous requests for comment for this story. Matthew Ladd is an attorney representing the owner of Express Homes. He said everything was above board with Mendez's involvement as a real estate attorney and escrow agent. He said there's, quote, nothing untoward, nothing nefarious, no smoke, and certainly not any fire. We also found that current Miami Mayor Francis Suarez was involved. Suarez is a real estate attorney, and he prepared the legal documents for three properties that Express Homes bought from the guardianship program back when he was a city commissioner in 2012 and 2013. And he signed off on the quick resale of two of those homes, allowing Express Homes to turn big profits within a day or two of the original sales, according to property deed records. Mayor Suarez also did not reply to our phone calls and emails. We've been talking a lot about Express Homes. So let's talk about Express Homes and who's behind it. The company is owned by Carlos Morales, and Carlos Morales happens to be the husband of City of Miami's top attorney, Victoria Mendez, who, we should mention, is not related to Sergio Mendez, who we just talked about. The legal address for the company Express Homes is a house that was purchased from the guardianship program in 2015. Carlos Morales and Victoria Mendez currently live there. We found several examples where Morales has gotten hundreds of thousands of dollars of liens and code violations waived from homes his company owns. And the code enforcement board that waived those fees was overseen by one of his wife's subordinates at the city of Miami. In 2019, the Code Enforcement Board removed more than $150,000 of liens and code violations from a house Express Homes bought from the guardianship program. This is Carlos Morales, president and owner of Express Homes, speaking at that meeting. I bought it from Celia Gonzalez. Celia Gonzalez was a ward of the state. Through his attorney, Morales said in a statement that he makes no apologies for his dealings with the guardianship program. His attorneys said, quote, when the courts determine that a ward cannot continue to care for themselves or keep up the maintenance on a home which is quickly decaying and becoming a hazard, people like Carlos come to the rescue. Not everyone Morales has done business with feels rescued. In fact, one man feels scammed. He sued over it last week. I, this is not the outcome I wanted for the house. I wanted to keep the house in the family. 
But unfortunately, because the city wouldn't work with me, I wasn't able to do so. Jose Alvarez alleges that he called the city attorney to see about clearing code violations on a little Havana home that had been in his family for more than half century since they arrived from Cuba. Alvarez says in his lawsuit that when he called Victoria Mendez for advice, she referred him to her husband, Carlos Morales, and his company, Express Homes. And the company ended up buying the property for $205,000 in 2017. I talked with Jose Alvarez last week at a press conference about the lawsuit. I did talk to her. And uh, through talking to her, found out about her husband that, that helps people with, the way they phrase it, he helps people with these kind of problems. The violations were increasing because it was $500 a day. I couldn't afford it. And I tried contacting the city and they wouldn't get back with me. So I had no other alternative than to sell the house. Those violations had added up to more than $270,000 in fines. After Morales bought the house, he convinced the Code Enforcement Board to clear the fines. Here's how he explained what happened at a 2018 board meeting. Well, this is a property I bought last year from a gentleman, Joe Alvarez. Um, at the time, he was dealing with this violation. Um, he, wasn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't aware how to cure these violations. I knew the property was cited, I felt incorrectly, because it was under his mom's name, and his mom had been incapacitated for at least 10 years in a home. Records obtained by WLRN show that Morales emailed the subordinate of his wife, saying that he wanted to sell the property but needed help getting rid of the liens. The emails show that this subordinate went to unusual lengths to put the case on the agenda for a meeting less than a week later. Morales laughed about the liens my, at that meeting. My, my uh, attorney tells me, hey, by the way, did you resolve that lien? I was like, Weeks after the liens were cleared, Morales sold the home for $165,000 more than what he bought it for, according to property sales records. Morales told WLRN in a statement he has done nothing wrong in this case. In an email to WLRN, city attorney Victoria Mendez categorically denied any involvement with her husband's business dealings. Quote, especially if any are in the city of Miami. You can find much more of our reporting at WLRN.org. The Fund for Investigative Journalism provided support for this story. Merritt Jacob is our sound engineer. I'm Joshua Ceballos in Miami. And I'm Danny Rivero. This is WLRN News. <laughs>